You have tuned in to Weird Realities for the latest in movie reviews on watching weird. Here, authors Alan Gamboa, Scott Baker, and Rich Ristucci join yours truly, Hadley Thorne, to explore and expand on our love of film. Live streaming each Thursday on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, we invite you to join us. Be sure to like, subscribe, and leave a comment for this interactive experience. Now grab your popcorn and coke, and let's talk movies. Hey, guys. Howdy. Hey, that was scary. Oh, I thought it was cute. I liked it. It was good. I was kind of scared, though, those bats coming out of that. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Jesse, how are you doing tonight? Hi. Well, I'm excited to get started. Alan, you want to get us a rundown? Yes. uh, Tonight's show is uh, in honor of the 4th of July. Uh, for all those that have sacrificed to give us the freedoms that we have. So we thought we'd pick some uh, war movies that we all in, in enjoy, uh, have watched several times, and uh, that are some of our favorites. And so tonight we have uh, Rich's Hacksaw Ridge, Scott's Fury, mm-hmm. Hadley's We Were Soldiers Once, and mine, Black Hawk Down. And then we have Saving Private Ryan. I think the four of us all kind of jumped in on that one. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> excuse me, got a little frog in my throat somewhere. Um, so we're going to start uh, with Hadley Thorne. Oh, awesome. Because <laughs> I've got so much to unpack with this. Um, <laughs> That's why. <laughs> I did We Were Soldiers, and it's based on the novel We Were Soldiers Once and Young by United States Army Lieutenant General and author Harold Gregory Moore, Jr. Hey, Tony. Hi, Tony. Hey, Tony. Hey, Tony. And this is a quote from the actual book that I wanted to read. And I'm going to butcher the Vietnamese names. I'm really sorry about that. The I Drang campaign was to the Vietnam War with a terrible... Oh, yeah. What the terrible Spanish Civil War of the 1930s was to World War II, a dress rehearsal, the place where new tactics, techniques, and weapons were tested, perfected, and validated. In the odd reign, both sides claimed victory, and both sides drew lessons, some of them dangerously deceptive, which echoed and resonated throughout the decade of bloody fighting and bitter sacrifice that was to come. And that's from Lieutenant General Halmore. So this movie starts off um, and it, it centers around Lieutenant Colonel Hi, Moore at the time. Hi, and Halmore was a Harvard Hello. graduate, family man. He was a student of warfare. He had been in Korea. He was a natural born leader and he's selected to head up the elite um, first of the seventh and prompt, promptly goes to Fort Benning, Georgia. There, he trained a group of men, and they eventually give their lives in the battle at Adrang Valley. Um, I love this story, and mm-hmm. it's to me, the movie is just brilliantly done because it really captures the um, what's going on at the home with the families. At, while everyone's at war, it's also the bitter oh, awakening 
to the harsh reality of the war with the Viet Cong. And it was just like, a, a, it just broke away the innocence of a lot of our GIs. This was pretty much the, wasn't it the first battle of um, the Vietnam yes. War? Yeah. First American battle, yes. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it was totally different than anything we'd seen before. <laughs> now, the other thing I love about this, the, this movie is so well done, is the character studies of Lieutenant Moore, um, Major Plumley. And what is, let me see, I've got the name here of Jack Tenier's character, Bruce Snake oh. Shit Crandall, who Shit. just um, amazing. And these guys are what heroes are. This movie really is a testament to that. And also, this the book that this is based on was written by um, Joe Calloway. Or yeah, Galloway, who Galloway. was played by Barry Pepper, the photojournalist in it, and and Lieutenant Halmore, oh. which again, just another just great point in the movie. Um, Madeline Stowe plays the wife, and it's just really well done. But the thing that I love about this movie, again, there's there's so much. It's it's was a different type of American war movie than we'd really mm -hmm. seen before, and. To me, it shows that we can be knocked down. We can be, you know, outnumbered, outstrategized, outlasted. We do, people die. Mm -hmm. You know, we can even lose, but we still maintain honor, respect, bravery, and loyalty to one another. And to me, that's, that is what it means to be an American in, in a nutshell, for me personally. Mm -hmm. um so i just love this movie and it is a very bloody movie if you have a you know if you you don't want to be familiar with the um, david hey, david evening david if you don't want to be familiar with the, the atrocities that come with war and the chaos you don't you just skip it because this movie does a really good job at showing what a bloody conflict it was back with the North Vietnamese back in the 60s. Now, another just little... Y'all know I like my trivia. This is the same batal battalion that George Custer yeah. lost at Little Bighorn. And so, like, a hundred years later, here you have Hal Moore, who is blonde... And he's referred to as um, yellow hair by his men, by the way. So it just, I don't know. I don't know, guys. I'm just, again, I said I have a bunch of notes. I could go on and on and on about this. Another thing I like about this movie is that it is the only time I can think of actually seeing the use of new tactics in warfare, which is the use mm -hmm. of the hooies. And that was phenomenal. And again, um, the whole Greg Kinnear aspect with the that using the um, helicopters to bring stuff in and troops out mm -hmm. it was it was amazing. What, what's was a hooey? I, I just want to know what what's a hooey? You see, you see, you see <laughs> Leave <Yeah>. me alone. <laughs> anyway, so that's what I've got to say about it. Like I said, I really like this movie. I hope y'all enjoyed it as much as I did. Y'all know I'm a big history buff, so. Like I said, I went to see this at the theater. Mm. And so did I. It's incredible. It was I'll start incredible. with my dad. Uh, yeah, this is oh. this is a great film. 
and it and it really does it hits it hits on several fronts and like you mentioned Hadley one of the things that it hits on is is the the, the women the wives at home yeah. and honestly one of the scariest parts of this movie is they're right in the middle of battle and it just switched to a, switches to a vacuum cleaner I was like what the f-? it scared the crap out of me so <laughs> well and and I didn't even mention that about the wives with um they were so unprepared the the brass at home they just thought that they were going to walk in to vietnam and just no, yeah. that's was- that's because their intel was that the the vietnamese were cowards and fools and they <laughs> what they didn't understand is that hey they had already been fighting for 20 years they were battle hardened and ready and they were very very tactically sound yeah yes. and it ended up costing many, many American lives. And it's a war we didn't win, you know, on the whole. So, and plus, we always fight the last war. Yeah. No, seriously. We yeah, went into yeah, World right. War II yeah. with World War I tactics. We went into Korea with World War II tactics. We only started to get our crap together and fight contemporary when we were in the, uh, the Gulf War. Yeah. So. I thought. I thought the woman, including the women, the one of the things I liked about this movie, I rewatched it for the first time in about 20 years, remembered how great it was. It, you know, not only told it from the American perspective, it told it from the Viet Cong perspective. Exactly. Yes. And, you know, they weren't two-dimensional soldiers being gunned down. There was the commanding officer. You could see how each was planning against each other. They made some of the Viet Cong, like the guy with the glasses that was charging and almost took down more. You know, they made them as human as the Americans. And just that whole scene when he first shows up at Madeline, at uh, Mrs. Moore's house, and she screams at him, how dare you? You know what I'm doing? He looks at him and goes, ma'am, I don't enjoy this job either. Oh, the taxi driver, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it was it was brilliant. Other than Saving Private Ryan, I think this was also, which was four years earlier, I think this was one of the very few movies at that time that showed the horrors of war. Well, You and- know, the, the guy, Marshall, like, uh, the scene that struck me was when um, – was when the photographer and Mashimoto were talking and they were taking, he was taking pictures of him under the uh, artillery, the uh, mortar. And then 20 minutes later, he watched Mashimoto with his face all burned off being put on the helicopter. Well, Greg Kinnear in this movie, he has some of the best facial expressions when he's seeing these soldiers that he's, he's bringing in and seeing them taken out, you know, basically in body bags. I mean, well, they weren't bagged up that they were, you know, it was just, it was tough. And he did a real good job. And this was around the time I think he like left talk soup, you know, and he was very underrated as an actor. We just thought he was a smart ass who was on the TV show, but (laughs) um, it's, it's very well done, but that scene in the beginning when they, they get off the helicopters and they're like waiting for people to shoot. No one's shooting at them. And then they get that false sense of security. You know, that to me, that's that whole losing our innocence thing because they're like, what, you know, what, what's going on here. And then it's just a massacre. And one more thing before I turn over to you guys that I loved is they went in depth on Moore's leadership. 
Yes. That he read about it, that he cared about the troops, that he, he I love the scenes when they kept on trying to call him back. And he's like, I'm not leaving. I'm the last man off this battlefield. And at the end, near the end of the movie, when all the, the last helicopter was about to go, he put his, he took his feet off the ground and stepped into the helicopter. That is huge because, you know, so many battles were won or lost through the ineptitude or the brilliance of, you know, the commanding officer. Well, he had, he had notes on the attack of the Viet Cong on the French forces yeah. that had happened before. And he, he understood that, you know, the lieutenant, the lieutenant colonel, like the Vietnamese lieutenant colonel, who, whom I can't remember his name, he was not an idiot. He was a very no. smart guy. And um, he went in there knowing that and one of the things that it's only briefly mentioned in the movie and it's actually really happened is that right before they were deployed, like the day before the two, three days before they were deployed, his forces were cut down by a third. Yeah. They, talk they, they about took half, yeah. they took yeah. one third of his entire, you know, battalion away from him and yeah. they still deployed them with, I think they had 395 men versus 4,000 Viet Cong. And they yeah. took all the senior, senior staff yep. and, Soldiers that experience, yeah, crazy. So, Alan, what'd you think? Oh, I like this movie a lot. I, you know, I'm a big Mel Gibson fan anyway, but I, I enjoyed this movie. I remember seeing it at the movies, and I read the I had read the book uh, before that, and I thought they did a good job at this. Oh, I like the movie. It was, it was a good movie. Uh, it's very violent. Uh, it built the characters up. Uh, to where you cared about if they they lived or died. Some of you were unrecognizable though, which is a problem with a lot of war movies, you know, because they've got to wear helmets and stuff, and they all have short hair. So you get lost with the actors and who dies and you know who lives in. And so I think that was a kind of a problem with this one. Um, but you had Opie from Sons of yeah. Anarchy. He did a great mm -hmm. job as as Savage. Uh, uh, Shoot, um, he was Chris, in Fury too. He was in Fury too. Oh, he was in uh, uh, shoot, Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, yeah, he, uh, was yeah, it? yeah. He had a brief part in that. Huh? So, it's a good movie. It's it's beautifully shot. Mel Gibson is solid, like hey, Alan. Alan. Hey, Alan. And uh, I, you, you guys pretty much covered it. <laughs> I, I enjoyed this one. Well, this really to me, this is a different look at the Vietnam War, too. Yeah. Well, you know, the, I don't know if you've ever seen Lee R. Ermey's, Arlie Ermey's movie, Siege of Firebase Gloria. Yes. No. It's a, it's a it's a different type of movie. It's not as serious as this one, but it takes the angle that the Vietnamese have, and it shows that part. It kind of reminded me of that here, basically, but um, that's well, a pretty good flick. What you said about there were so many actors, I read that Moore asked, and they did it, every every one of his men who was at the battle was represented by an extra. Oh. And they wow. tried to get extras who looked like the officers. So, you know, there were so many guys in the background that never got seen. Oh, yeah. That was because Moore wanted to memorialize them in the movie. Did you guys that's, watch the credits? Nice. Yes. If you watch the credits, all all of the soldiers that yes. that were killed there are mentioned. They all of them are plastered up there, 
and yeah. you can see their names and where they were from. And I thought that was pretty cool. I mean, it's also had... pretty cool. They mentioned exactly where on the Vietnam wall you can find their yes. names too. 58th panel. Yeah. Yep. Um, yep. My ex was in the military and he actually met Hal Moore and he, he couldn't say enough nice things about him. He just, uh, Hal Moore just passed it years ago, right? 2017, yeah. I think. Yeah. I mean, the, I, I saw an interview with him when the book first came out and they really do such a good job in the movie. Can you imagine the desperation when you call in a napalm strike on your own position? Oh, yeah. yeah. It happens. There's no way. I mean, th they were fighting 30 feet apart. There's just yeah. no way to get close enough with artillery or yeah. or something like napalm or phosphorus without damaging your own troops. I mean, it's incredibly rare that that, that happens, that, that you don't have friendly fire in that type of situation. Mm -hmm. we Alan, were we're, we're discussing We Were Soldiers with Mel Gibson and the Phenomenal film. Is and apparent, apparently the Vietnamese commander had to write a note and send it to someone because the um, the government in um, oh god hey, Michael. Was, Hanoi hey Michael hey Glad Michael you made it. the government in Hanoi thought he was a traitor because he didn't win the battle there was no way he could have lost that battle you know with so many odds. Helicopters. Yeah. Yep. That was going to make the difference. Uh -huh. Man. My dad was over there in 63 as an advisor right right before that. So. Well, I want to mention this before we move on. Um, and I, can't, I didn't get everybody, but I did get Lieutenant General Hal Moore was awarded the Distinguished Service Cross, the U.S. Military Second Highest Decoration for Valor, and was the first of his West Point class of 1945 to be promoted to Brigadier General, Major General, and Lieutenant General. He was awarded the Order of St. Maurice by the National Infantry Association, as well as the Distinguished Graduate Award by the West Point Association, or Association of Graduates. So he's the real deal, guys. Yes, he is. But there's a lot, a lot of heroes in that battle, and mm -hmm. and then it did. only got worse. Yeah, yeah, it all went downhill. Mm. Anyway, I give it a five. What do y'all give it? Five. Scott? Five. Alan? Yeah, I give it a five. I'm, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna lean in and give it a five. We haven't had a full twenty movie in a while. Yeah. And, uh, that really is a great film. I don't it think we've ever had a full 20 movie. We no. have. We did. Have we? Recently, didn't we? Oh, Hobo with a Shotgun. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. yeah, that was it. <laughs> Tokyo <laughs> Gore Police. Turkey. Oh. <laughs> or Turkey. What's that one? The Turkey one? <laughs> thanks, oh, Killing. Oh, guys. Tur thanks, Killing. Thanks, Killing. Hey, I picked a schlocker. I picked a good movie for Shock Week. Not any of the schlock I could have. <laughs> we shall see. Yeah. Right, right. Um, well, hey, let's uh, okay. Let's move backwards a little bit. Let's go with uh, your movie, Rich Hacksaw Ridge. All right, Hacksaw Ridge. It's a uh, 
It's a 2016 film about a conscientious objector, war hero named Desmond Doss. <laughs> the... always gets a, a perfect. Yes, one. it does, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> the film was directed yeah. by Mel Gibson, and it chronicles the events of the 77th Infantry's attack on the infamous escarpment of Hacksaw Ridge during the Battle of Okinawa. Uh, the film stars, stars Andrew Garfield, Teresa Palmer, Sam Worthington, and Vince Vaughn, with a very special performance by Hugo Weaving as Desmond Doss's father. Uh, as a child, Doss was the son of a poor Army veteran, which I found out later actually isn't true. Hey, his dad wasn't hey, a Jennifer. veteran. Hey, Jennifer. But, um, he gets into a fight with his brother and he almost kills him. And between that event and the fact that he threatens to kill his father when his father is beating his mother, uh, Doss, with the seven-day Adventist upbringing, declares himself a pacifist. He falls in love with a young nurse, played by Palmer, and then enlists in the army to fight in World War II as a combat army medic. Uh, things are difficult for Doss when his sergeant and captain learn that he will not pick up a rifle. They try to drum him out of the army for cowardice, but Doss sticks it out, and with help from his father... Again, expertly played by Hugo Weaving. Uh, Desmond is able to remain in the Army after winning a court-martial. Deployed in Okinawa, Doss and the rest of the 77th relieved the 96th Infantry at Hacksaw Ridge. The Japanese are brutal, efficient, and unafraid of death, and they hold the top of a 60-foot escarpment that needs to be taken by the Americans. The rest of the film is about an unarmed Doss repeatedly pulling, putting himself in peril in, in order to save the lives of his comrades. He runs into fire dozens of times, and when the 77th retreats, he stays and sort of gets trapped on top of Hacksaw by himself. Excuse me, and he saves dozens of wounded who he lowers down the cliff by rope. Uh, Doss was the first conscientious objector to win the Congressional Medal of Honor. The guy really is a true hero. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I've seen documentary um, zoning. Yeah, there's, there are a few, but this was the first movie, and I, I'll get into that in a minute. Uh, re replete with gruesome battle scenes, lots of body horror, horror, you know, blood and guts everywhere. The film was nominated for six Academy Awards, and it won two of the lesser ones, I think sound mixing and, I don't know, some kind of editing thing. But it did win a ton of the AACTA, which is the Australian Oscars, including Best Picture, Best Director, Best Actor. It just crushed it over there. <clears throat> Excuse me, it was filmed in Australia. It had a budget of $40 million, and it was considered a box office smash because it pulled in $180 million. Um, it, this film was considered the return to, to film for Mel Gibson, and Garfield's performance almost won him an Oscar. Doss himself had been approached many times to allow Hollywood to make a film you know, of all of his exploits, but he always turned them down because none of the producers would make a movie with any accuracy, and he wanted it to be real. This film was pretty close to actual events, but of course there are some liberties taken, such as you know, his dad wasn't really a World War One veteran, and that really played into the movie pretty well. Yeah, yeah. but I guess it, it wasn't true. Uh, and a really interesting note is that Mel Gibson decided to omit several of the actual events that happened, like Doss crawling 300 yards after a sniper bullet hit him in the arm. That really happened, but yeah. he left it out because the truth would have been too difficult for moviegoers to believe. I mean, they would have said, yeah, that couldn't have happened, but it really did. Uh, personally, I love this film. I, I enjoy any film that tries to be historically accurate, mm -hmm. you know, especially by today's standards. And Doss he truly is a hero. He was a hero. And he saved the lives of 75 men in Okinawa. But before Okinawa, he received two bronze stars for his service in Guam and the Philippines. What do you guys think? Do you guys like it? Oh, this, this was... I, I love this movie. The only complaint I have about this movie is 
the only characters they really built up. Hey, Whitney. Hey, Whitney. Hey, Whitney. Hi, the Whitney. only character they really built up was Desmond Dawes, his dad, his wife, Smitty. is Smitty, uh, and well, of course, Vince Vaughn just yeah shined in this one. Yeah, he right? killed it. He was funny. And the, the other guys, you really didn't, you know, you didn't really care that much about. But this movie is just great. I mean, yeah. I've seen it twice, and it's about a man and his faith. Mm -hmm. that he never lose he almost he's like god what do you have for me and it's just it's insane i um a buddy of mine was stationed over in okinawa and uh he said he said the same thing you said rich is that they didn't they couldn't film some of the stuff he did because yeah. he just wouldn't believe it mm -hmm. andrew garfield is great in this role yeah he is um he was nominated for an academy award for that and rightfully so yeah, and Hugo Hugo Weaving, great. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is some of the best acting I've seen him do. Yeah, he he does, Michael. You're right. Gibson's yeah. Gibson's really good at at showing horror. Um, I, I didn't in, realize in wartime. I didn't realize this was a, an Australian movie until I got into it. I mean, ninety percent of the actors are Australians. Yeah. Australians. His son's even in it. Mel Gibson's son's even in it. I didn't know. Uh, that. Yeah, he's uh, he makes it through. He's just one of the. It's, he doesn't build up the character, so you don't really, you know, he's just one of the guys around. Yeah, this, but excuse me, this wasn't a character-driven film. It really wasn't. No, it, was, it uh, wasn't. Other than other than him, other than Doss, uh, right. it was really all about Doss. It is. It's a fantastic movie. It uh, is for a war movie. You know, it's it's a once it's a feel-good movie for a war movie, but <laughs> it, it's it just shows somebody's faith so strong it, it that they can, agreed. You know. So I, I like this movie a lot. Good. Pick, Honestly, man. war movies are the only movies that that really get me. And and like, I, I I don't know that I actually teared up during this one, but when I was watching, we were soldiers in Black Hawk Down, and even a little bit of Fury, there was like I was welling a little. <laughs> oh. Honestly, some of the stuff yeah. that that those poor people went through, and and it, they did it for us. They they yeah. do it for yeah. us. So it's and and so many of them were just 18, 19, yeah, 20 years kids. old. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they were kids and they went through a hell. Most of the veterans my father knew, my father never served in a war. He, he was in the Marines between Korea and Vietnam, but most of the World War II and Korea veterans he know never talked about the battle. You no, know, my, my, my dad never did. He got here in the Bronze Star over there. And uh, mm -hmm. I, I like Vietnam War movies because I try to understand what my dad went through over there. You know, and uh, he died from lymphoma from Agent oh. Orange, but yeah. it, it, in 2014. And uh, yeah, it's just uh, uh, this one. I this one I didn't well up, but the other movies, yes. You know, this one I was like, just uh, I I enjoyed the acting. I it was a good movie. Well, you nailed <laughs> it when you said it. You know, it's a blood and guts feel good movie. It, yeah, it really it is because it's is. just he's such a friggin' hero that you just know he's not going to. Well, first of all, you know, he's still he was still alive when they made the movie. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, he's not going to die. But it was just he did. He did things that y you just can't imagine when he's wiping the guy's eyes. The guy thought he was blind. There's a, oh, yeah. there's a man who's got blood and sand in his eyes mm. and he can't see. And he's yeah. begging. He's like, I can't see. I can't see. They're going to kill me. And Doss just takes out his can canteen and wipes his eyes off. And at the end of the film, there's 
there's a few interviews with Desmond Doss and, and he brings that up and he's like that. Yes, that actually happened. And, and he, he was so happy to see the guy smile and, you know, and that just, just gets you, you know? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a different too, breed. Michael. It's a different breed, Michael. And, uh, and I read that, well, I read that he, when you, in the movie, I think he tries to save or does save a wounded Japanese soldier. Yes. I think in real life, when he tried to do that, most of the unit told him they'd kill him if he did. Well, I like in the movie where they say, he even sit down a couple of jabs, but they didn't make it. And I kind of laughed at that it. because yeah. Yeah. that's war and that's realistic. Those Because these guys have been butchering their men, you and, know, and... Yeah. And the Japanese never surrendered. I mean, no, they no, were just, no. it was, it was horrible. Well, the and when Alan was, says butcher, I mean, they really were butchers. Yeah. The thing that struck me about Doss was he could have easily not gone to the war. He was a conscientious objector. Yeah. And he fought despite the being bullied, despite his commanding officers. You know, they offered him a section eight to leave and he says there is no way i'm going to take a section eight based on my religion yes chance yes chance. you know and yeah. Yeah, unit 731 oh my god i was yeah. there once it's horrifying but he still went in and he wound up saving 50 to 100 american soldiers at that one battlefield so before that even happened before he even decided to to enlist mm -hmm. and, and be a medic he worked in a, a government, I can't remember exactly what it was, but Desmond Doss worked in a capacity where he would have been exempt from going over because right. he was making... Oh, yeah, he was a shipyard something. worker. Is that what it was, a shipyard worker? Yeah. He was, he was doing something such that he was making materials for the war. So he would have. He didn't have to go. No. The guy's a double hero. But he, and I, I read somewhere where he said, you know... God help you. God make God bless America. How can I not go and help? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I like at the end of the movie when they had the interviews. They had his captor. Yeah, you know, and still alive. Yeah, still alive, and he had yeah. misjudged, misread mm -hmm. Desmond mm -hmm. from the beginning. You know, and he apologized to him, and mm -hmm. he just hoped that Desmond could forgive him for that. And that, yeah. uh, to me, that was just that. Those parts got me. The end of the movie. The actual real right. footage and stuff, and talking about how long they were married and all that—that that got that got me. <laughs> I cheer Band of Brothers. That, that band. Yes. Of Bro when I'm watching Band of Brothers, I, I watch that once a year, and and the end of that when, or it's actually throughout when they're when they're giving the interviews yeah. of the actual men that were at the Battle of Bulge. Man, that just oh, that really gets me every time. Desmond Doss kind of looked like Dick Winters. A little you bit, know, actually. It, yeah, the, like the real, the real, yeah, the like real, yeah. 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 Which my, I, uh, go ahead. I was going to say, my wife's grandfather was with Easy Company. Wow. Yeah. Did he, was he yeah. there at the Battle he of He was there. He paraglided into Normandy. He paraglided into Normandy, oh. was at the Bulge, never talked about it, and spent the last last couple of weeks at the war at Berkdeskaden. Oh, wow. And he may, we haven't figured it out yet, he may have been at Market Garden. Oh wow! Really? Wow. Yeah. Holland, damn. Yeah. yeah. Vince Vaughn in this <laughs> had one of the best. I I think he almost rivaled Full Metal Jacket in humor mm. in a DI. 
because I his whole part I was just cracking up throughout. I thought well, he did a great job. It's a good well, flick, Alan. It's well, a very who was good movie. The, who was the um was it sitting out Sam Sam Elliott? He was a riot and we were soldiers. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah, I loved him. Badass. Yeah. Goddamn weatherman now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, what, what was it? Um Custer was a prick. Yeah, yeah. Coaster yeah. was a pussy. You ain't. Any yeah. of you hug yeah. me, I'm gonna shoot you. <laughs> yeah, he's talking about the M16s. You yeah. need an M16. Well, if they get close enough, there'll be plenty of M16s laying around. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Well, in, in in response to Alan's thing about Lone Survivor, there's so many wonderful heroic war movies that we have. Right. It was really yeah. hard to to pick just four. Right. I know for me, I could have, I mean, we could do this every week. I could pick a different yep. movie. There's so many. But this, this and is I hate, good... I hate that I missed Riches. It's just I couldn't find it for free this week. So it was limited. My budget mm-hmm. was limited this week. You, yeah, you need to, whenever you can find it, Matt, you need to watch this one. I'm You'll definitely going to. I can tell it, it's. There is a lot about the Japanese surrender. Yeah. I had, um, one of my professors was Martin Sherwin, who wrote, wrote um, about the atomic bomb and the dropping of Japan. And we used to get into these friendly but horrendous debates. You know, he always claimed that Truman did it to show the Russians, we, you know, we don't mind killing our enemy. Yeah. I yeah. still think he did it solely for the reason, you know, to just kill as many Japanese as... I've got uh, I've got a theory about the, the whole end of the war. We can do a show on that sometime, <laughs> but it's it's not usual. But it's I, I've studied J- Japanese World War II history for years, and it's like when it started to dawn on me, it was fascinating. Well, we I could- would love for us to sit down and maybe do some not weird movies, but maybe just have some talks about some history because y'all mm-hmm. are a lot of fun to talk history with. Yeah, we could segue segue right from uh, what you said, Scott, into the shark movies because the USS Indianapolis. <laughs> oh yeah, yes. that yeah. dropped off the bomb. I so. thought of doing that. I was thinking of a good show, but you know, there hasn't really been a good movie about the Indianapolis. No, it is mentioned okay. in Jaws. But you it's made the, it, Mike. We're just hi, glad Mike. you made it. Hi, Mike. Yeah, say, Mike. I mean, that was the only good movie. That's and that was ad lib. I found out. Oh, was it really? Robert he had done the research. He was supposed to just talk about I was on the Indianapolis, and he went with it. And Dreyfus was just like, oh, I can't ruin this. And, you know, (laughs) they just filmed that whole scene on one take. Nice. That is my favorite movie. Yes. What is? Jaws. Jaws. Oh, okay. It's literally yeah. perfect. We'll we'll yeah. do that another time. I don't want to talk about Jaws. Yeah, we're doing that in a a few weeks. Yeah, we're doing that in a few weeks. But this movie is really... uh, it was fascinating. It yeah. really was. Well, really it's on my list. I can I can say yeah. that it's going to be something I'd really like. You'll enjoy it. Uh, all the acting, every single actor in there did a great job. Yeah. What would you give it, Alan? I would give it a five. I, I really enjoyed it. I And Tina watched it the second time she sat through it. And yeah. she hates war movies because they make her cry. So she sat through this one and, you know, really enjoyed it. What about you, Scott? I didn't see it for this running. I saw it a few years ago, but I'm going to say 4.2. All right. I, I am as well going to give it a five just because everything about it was just fantastic. What and movie? I thought, 
There was a movie about the Indi- Oh, there's a movie about the Indianapolis. Mario? I think there's one Nicolas with Cage in it. I saw it the other day. Is that on the one with Cage? Movie. Oh, oh, that's right. God. I just saw it advertised. That's oh right. my God! I I turned that off. It was so bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. oh no. So Hallie can't rate this movie, but she's, nope. she's gonna watch. But it's it on my to watch list, and yeah, it's, on you, the, it's up high on the to watch list. You'll you'll like it, Hallie. I, you really will. It'd be a great movie. Um. Okay. Let's let's do um. We'll do Black Hawk Down because then we can do Fury and Saving Private Ryan. How about that? Because they're right. both kind of yeah. You know. Okay, I picked Black Hawk Down. I read the book. Love the book. The book made me tear up. Uh, 1993, uh, the Delta Force Rangers. Are everybody actually everybody was over there trying to catch the Warlord uh, Vera Adid, and two Black Hawks are shot down during the attempted capture. And a force of Rangers, Delta Force, um, SEALs, Air Force Pararescue Men, Army. Everybody. Everybody tries is trying to recover the body or the live members of these two crews. And it's just a fight for survival and a fight to get in and a fight to get out. Uh, this one is just really stuck close to the book. Uh, a lot of events is stuck close to um it mainly focused on the Delta Force and uh, the Rangers, but there were a lot of other forces involved with it. Um, a lot of good actors in it: Josh Hartnett, um, uh, William Fitchner. Uh, everybody in Hollywood's in this. Yeah, movie. everybody in Hollywood. Yeah. This and this was a Ridley Scott movie, and uh, this one actually made me tear up too. Even though I read the book, oh, I knew yeah. what was coming. Oh yeah, it had some harrowing scenes. Uh, there was some comic relief in this with. Uh, Tom Hardy, Tom, Tom Hardy and Ewan Bremmer and uh, Thomas Geary, I think is the actor's name, but they're lost. The three of them get separated from the rest of the Rangers and they're trying to find their way back. And there's some humor in that. But other than that, it was a, it was a tense movie. Uh, just And the politics of the Clinton era really weren't, yeah. you know, a deep dive into that in this movie. And it's, it's just a straight up action movie. Unfortunately, it's based on true events, so there's a lot of yeah. really sad parts in it. I love this movie. I'll watch it once a year. It's just just to so, remind me. I, how many war movies have we seen? Pretty much all of them between the four of us. <laughs> right. And there's blood and guts everywhere. It's just when you when you think about the term hamburger, that is really what some of these some of some of this look like. It's just gross. But this has the worst scene in it. It's got the most graphic, horrible scene in it. And that's when they have the guy on the table oh, and he's yeah. shot in the leg and the medic is digging in his leg and he's got the vein and he's pulling the vein back and it just snaps back into the guy's leg. And I'm like, oh my oh, God, Jesus Christ. And I'm looking at it. And I, 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 I went like this in the, in the movie theater when I saw it. And oh, my dad was... looked at me. He's like, seriously? You watch zombie movies and that bothers you? <laughs> and it did. It just... It just mm. Because it was, it was so real. real. Well, I'm I mean, sure you know this. That was an actual. That really happened. Yeah, I read the book. Yeah, and yeah. so can you imagine his family watching that? Yeah, at the movies, watching their son die again horrifically. Yeah, yeah. the way he died. I mean, that that had to be horrible. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah, and it, that that one got that scene got me too. I mean, it was yeah, just that, like, that, oh. exactly. And you're like, you're sitting there at the end of it, and you're like, oh, he's not gonna die. He's not going to, well, I mean, I read the book, so I knew it, but yeah. I'm looking at him like, oh no, this is awful. The, and the yeah, that was just bad. The that struck me was when they were driving through in the Humvees and the guy in the gun mount gets killed. 
Oh, yeah. And then all of a sudden, it was like this changed from hoo-hoo, we're having, you know, we're having cowboy fun out here in yeah, Somalia holy to shit. holy shit, this is real. Well, it, it, it's like that guy that nobody, everything's going to make it, and then they get hit, they yeah. don't make it, and then everybody sees their mortality. They're like, if he can't be killed, then what chance yeah. do I have? Yeah, it's like when the comic relief dies. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's just, it, yeah, that just, and that rang true. That was in the book too, that, that whole scene. It went across, out across the, the comms. I think it was Pia or Pila, mm -hmm. Pila, I think. And they said, Pila's dead. You know, who, who got hit? Pila's dead. And it just, they all just shut down. You know, they're all just, you know. Oh. I've got puppy dreams. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. But, and it had a, it had a lot of Kim Coates from Sons mm -hmm. of Anarchy, Tig. Mm -hmm. You know, um, his death was pretty bad in that, and you knew he was going to die because he had little girls he was writing that that uh, book for, you know. And uh, Shugart and Gordon, the two snipers that went down to to try to rescue Durant, uh, you know, that was that was pretty hard to watch too because I think the worst thing about their deaths is when they were dragged through the streets after they yeah, were killed. Yeah, that's just yeah, that and hung. You know, it just to me, you know, it's just horrible. <clears throat> But I, th I thought this movie uh, did pretty well, though, at presenting what was going on over there. <coughs> hey, Max. Hi, Max. Hey, Max. Thanks, Thanks for joining us. So, what'd you? Let's hear from you guys. I can rumble on. Yeah, this is this is also. I mean, these four movies are just four fantastic movies. Yeah. And Black Hawk Down is one of my favorite war movies, mm -hmm. and it was about a war that wasn't even a war. I mean, it was, yeah. it was just a. I guess they called it a police action. I think kind of like uh, Korea, but it was. I don't know. It was brutal and bloody and fast, and like I said, that Lucky one him. scene with the with the leg was, uh, was bad. Yeah. But, um, Overall, I really enjoy this movie. It's like I said, it's one of my favorite war movies, and it's a Ridley Scott movie. Yeah, it yes. is. and I think Michael Bay produced it. Maybe I'm thinking for some reason, mm -hmm. but it, the acting, you know, the actors in it, Orlando Bloom, you and you and McGregor, everybody. Yeah, yeah. I mean, everybody. Everybody's in it. Eric everyone war movies have everyone in Hollywood in yeah. some place. Yeah, yeah. So exactly, Max. Exactly. This is actually. Um, I have studied this a lot. Like, just one of the scenes in one of my books has a guy falling from a helicopter. So I went in and I just watched and listened to the guys tell the story about the guy falling from the helicopter over and over again. So I ended up watching probably 40 hours worth of, you know, documentaries on this. I went to see the movie in the theater with my dad. He was a big war movie buff. That's where I, I get that from. And it is in the time period that this happened i remember i was in college and i remember seeing the helicopter being you know on the ground and them dragging the body through the street yep. i mean it was to me this is um maybe it's a generational thing but it's something that's very much um a part of who i think my generation is but mm -hmm. We just, as Americans, we just didn't think anything like that could happen. No. And it did. And to see this movie and to see, I mean, we weren't, we weren't told any of this, 
You know, I mean, yeah. maybe if you were if you were in the military, you probably knew what happened. But I mean, just to be on the back streets of you know whatever state you live in, mm-hmm. you didn't hear about it on the radio. You didn't hear about it on the news. It was just a little sub story somewhere. Yeah. Um, and it was very much something that changed a lot of things for a lot of people. Yeah. It was yeah. the first battle in a war that's that went on for. Uh, Still going on today in some parts of the world. But. Yeah. And it was over food. I mean, that yeah. was the whole thing. Yeah. They weren't letting these people have food. Yeah. But well, I'm not sure it was much more complex than that. But you know what yeah. I mean is the warlords were hoarding the food. Yeah. Na- 19 soldiers. Them. 19 soldiers lost their lives that day. And yeah. yeah. So it's a sad day. It's, yeah. it's, a, a, it's a very strong movie for me, Alan, and I give it a five. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to give it a 4.8. I, Rich? Uh, definitely a 5. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I, I give it a 5. Uh, I, I do love that scene where Jason Isaacs, he's a Ranger captain, he comes up on Eric Banner, who's a Delta Force guy. <laughs> I know and, exactly. And he's got the safety off on his rifle, and he's like, you know, hey, you got a hot weapon, you know, and he goes, you know, what about your safety? And he's like, this is my safety. <laughs> well, I love and, that scene and I will say that one thing I really like and I've been around a, a lot of military guys um, over the years that the camaraderie that they show in this is so authentic um, and it's just like you're talking it about is. the humor that they have in the middle of war that you, if you hear these guys tell the stories I mean that's how they really are it's you know the great equalizer, I guess, is humor when you're in a scary situation. Yeah. Well, you got to have that gallows humor. Yeah. You know, yeah. Just uh, people look at you like you're crazy, you know. Morale. Uh, yeah, I remember yeah, we, were, yeah. we were pulling this guy out that he had just been beaten to a bloody pulp. And we, me and my partner pulled his pants off. And he had this, he had, you know, like some people when they're dying, they get like an erection. And this guy had the biggest friggin' rea- erection. And we just started laughing. I mean, it was a horrible situation, but we were in it, you know, and it's like, and, you know, we just started laughing to each other. And years, years later, we talked about it. I, I it affected me. And mm-hmm. I talked to him one day and he said, oh, yeah, I, it affected me, too. You know, I, How so it was it good not? to know. Yeah, yeah, it was good to know. You know, you just, uh, it's crazy. So but. this movie, this movie and Patriot's Day, I don't know if you guys have seen that movie. Oh, that's a good Mark movie. Wahlberg. Mm-hmm. These are the two movies that piss me off the most. I mean, the, the Patriots Day, the whole thing. You're just, you, you, I mean, I'm from Boston, so right. you, you got to be mad. Oh, you're yeah. just angry right. the whole goddamn time. But when they're dragging the bodies down the street, just, just pure humiliation and degradation of, yeah. of, of, of a hero, really. Yeah, and it's yeah. just disgusting, and it just pisses me yeah. off. And I, that, they were aiming for that. They must have been aiming for that, and they nailed it. Same thing with Patriots Day. That mm-hmm. just it just makes me so mad. It makes everybody mad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, and those two guys went down knowing they would probably die. Yeah, yeah. they mm-hmm. could die, and uh, they didn't hesitate. No. They had each other's backs. Yeah. You know, it's just, uh, yeah, true heroes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I said, war movies only thing that gets me here. Yeah. yeah. That and that and Toy Story three. That. <laughs> <laughs> Not you made it much farther than I did in that franchise. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I got to the second one, and I think I watched a Halloween special with my grandson. <laughs> well, okay. So, it's, it, uh, Fury, 
and Private Ryan. Scott, you well, Scott, did you did Scott give his rating on oh, four point? Four point eight. Yes, four point. Sorry. Yeah. My bad. Yeah, I haven't seen the movie in a few years. I remember it well, but I'm going to rewatch it again. All right. So Fury. Fury is of all the movies, it's the least popular and probably probably the worst made of the movies. It's Saving Private Ryan for an armored division. It takes place in the last month of the war. This ragtag, one of the, I never saw it in the theater. Brad Pitt, no bloody way am I going to go see it. I actually <laughs> was watch, walk, flipping through one night, came across one of the battle scenes, and then said, oh, I got to get this and watch it. Um, it is about a ragtag group, the war really. They've been going through the war since Normandy. Um, they've seen everything. And they're in, they're in Germany. They're closing in on Berlin. And it's just the story about how these guys are trying to finish the war and stay out alive. Right. What I loved about the movie is it's, and I did a lot of research on this, while the movie is fictional, the battles are fake, the fighting is real. This is what happened. This is what these poor guys went through in the army divisions. Like when the first, when the new recruit shows up to replace the guy that was killed, and then he has to go in and he has to like take the, the flesh off his face and clean the blood all over his machine gun position. This is the way it happened. And the fighting that like saving private Ryan is brutal. Um, you know, there's a scene where they're going into a town and there's a German machine gun nest and they fire phosphorus rounds into the machine gun nest and it, it explodes. And these German soldiers come out with bullets burning yeah. their body. And the American soldiers are like, no, let them, let them burn, let them burn. Yeah. You know, and then that final scene when they, um, when they are in the town square there, the crossroads, where they're having the big battle with the SS division. It is bloody. It is brutal. It is very realistic. But the scene that I hate, I fast forward it, is that 20-minute scene in the aunt's house in the little town where they yes. make, make breakfast yes. and all of them come in. It's like, okay, you could have got rid of that. But yeah, the scene I that I love. Now, granted, I realize that very few of our army divisions ever went up against tigers, but the scene when they have the fight with the tiger tank. And that was a real tiger tank, too. That's yes, that the was second. the only working one from Bovington. Yep. So there's only the second one to appear in a movie. Yes. And what, yeah, this... I loved, what I loved about it was the awe they put around it. You know, when the first tank blows up and then you know, they show the tiger, they're like, ooh. <laughs> But this was I, gritty, like you said. This was yeah. gritty, and and yeah. uh, and then you hear the story about Shia LaBeouf not taking a, a shower the whole time or bathing. Oh, really? Brad Pitt oh. had to get on his ass about it because he would not. The almost the whole filming, he would not bathe. I so didn't hear that. Dunk. Yes. No, y'all. Yes. He, the rest of the crew would have nothing to do with him. They made him stay like in a whole different like bed and breakfast <laughs> from them <laughs> because he stunk. Yes. They didn't like him, I think. I think because well, well, like he stunk too. I mean, they probably didn't like him. At least yeah, but right it there, also but... was great for the movie because he was the outcast at the beginning. Yeah, you know they didn't like him. They they picked on him. So 
But it had some know, great scenes, so he is. I'll say this changed my opinion of him as an actor. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's a good actor. Yeah, um, a good well, actor. yeah, but I mean, like, there's some play, like, in there's some scenes that the acting is in his eyes, and I'm an eye person, and you know, a lot of times it can be a great actor, but it just isn't real. But that reality it was in his eyes a lot of times, and it was impressive to me. No, he he was he was. You're right, Hallie. He was really good in this. Uh, but you know. The thing about this movie is you really didn't like anybody. No. No. You know, no. you really well, they didn't. were all pricks. Yeah. They're all, all assholes. I mean, yeah, and I get it that they've been deep in this and you know their humanity is kind of stripped because of you know how they've been surviving. But you just didn't and even that Logan Lerman kid that came in, yeah. you didn't like his character either. That Charlie St. Cloud. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, and wasn't he in that Neptune or whatever? Yeah, Percy Jackson. Percy Jackson. Percy Percy Jackson comes in there, and Percy Jackson is not even likable. You know, it, yeah, he's in Love and Monsters. He love and Mon- oh, no, no, no. That's um, that's not the same kid. That's no. not the same kid. It should no. be the same kid. It should be. They they, they don't age. But I I kind of like Michael Pena. The kid who yeah, like Mike, the guy Michael who Pena does one my favorite, my, one of my favorite actors. But who you know who was like Michael Pena, who was a dick. <laughs> yeah, he was an asshole. Was blue and ball. It's like shoot the dead people, shoot them. Oh yeah, shoot a doctor. Yeah, it was. I t- it took John Bernthal, who was a dick as Shane in The Walking Dead. Yeah. Then he comes oh. back as the Punisher, and he's great. You know, and now and then he's back to being a. Dick he was so bad, and I mean, not not bad yeah. as an actor, but I mean, like, he just really hated his kid. Yeah, but him. the one scene after the after they're bombed in the village, and the uh, the aunt and the girl that he just made love yeah. to were killed, yeah. and the way Blumenthal pushes him out, and then that one moment where he's yelling at him, "This is what it's like. Get used to it." Yeah, you know, um, that was like the one moment I was like, I liked him. Yeah. I liked him when he said, "You're a good man." I don't think that the rest of us are. Yeah, uh, yeah just, that was just a real great scene. Yeah, but yeah. I'll say this, um, and, and I'm a Brad Pitt fan. Sorry. I mean, hey, Landa. But sorry, I really liked um, Brad Pitt's acting in this movie. It was mm-hmm. grittier than normal. Yeah. Um, not as, but though he did have that that accent again. That I think it's the same accent he used in Glorious Bastards. <laughs> yes. But, uh, I was like, is that is that how he really talks? But this was a great, and and y'all just bear with me while I try and figure out how to say this. A lot of times they're they're great actors. Like Sean Connery is a great actor, but it's always Sean Connery. Terrible mm-hmm. Jeopardy player though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then you have somebody like Tom Hanks who Tom Hanks becomes the characters. Oh yeah. And this I mean, to me is a movie where Brad Pitt goes from being a movie star to being an actor. Yeah. But you know, once upon a time in Hollywood too though. Yep. He did just yeah. I love that character he played. I, I, stoner. I he did, he yeah. did yeah. good. He did I mean I'm not I'm not saying he did but this this is to me is just different. It's on a different level. It was See, he played a character, you know. He wasn't he wasn't Brad Pitt. Yeah, he, was, he did a good job. Yeah. I was impressed. He did have him. I he like did, this yeah. movie. Oh, I'm not gonna give it a five, but I like it. Oh, I wouldn't give it a five either. But it's yeah. just it was 
I saw the movie and I said, okay, but how much of this is bullshit? And I went and read a couple of books about from tankers during World War II, and it was very accurate. The only scene that wasn't accurate in the battle was a German tank would have taken out Brad Pitt first, then the rear tank. But if you took out Brad Pitt's tank, the movie would have been over. <laughs> yeah, we should have picked Sahara. I, yeah. <laughs> that, I should have picked Sahara. I love that movie. That's that's a that's a good tank movie. That's a great tank movie right there. Humphrey Bogart. Yeah. That's Alan, I don't know of any modern Korean War movies. Most of the ones I know are from the 50s and early 60s. Pork Chop Hill, stuff yeah. like that. Taxar Ridge. Oh, wait. No, that was Okinawa, huh? I'm that was sorry. Okinawa. Why was I thinking? Yep. Do yeah. not. Relate the Koreans to the Japanese. I am sorry. I'm sorry. By the Koreans. Sorry. But I, yeah, I don't think there's, other than Korean made war movies, I don't think there's any there American isn't. They're all made. 1950s. That's not true, Max. He's given, he gave one to King Kong. I think. And I gave yeah. one tonight to. Um, yeah, I gave one tonight. We were soldiers. Yeah. He, we he gave soldiers. one to Chicken with a Mohawk. Remember that movie? Oh yeah, <laughs> chicken with a mohawk. Hey Scott, do you have to leave early tonight? No, I do not have to leave early. Oh tonight. yes, so we can extend it as long as we want. Well, we got Private Ryan after this yeah. one, so uh, this was so, a Scott. This was a good pick because it was really gritty. Uh, it was filmed well. The costumes, the the tanks, everything looked authentic. You know, I like the tank battles, and and I like the way. They were all inside that tank. Each had their own job, and they were all terrified. And they all did their job very well. Right. And the other tankers and the other tanks, they also did their jobs very well, and they it they just got killed. It was just, and and the way, you know, the special effect of the tank round burning into the tank, and you just oh, see yeah. that little, and everybody's jumping out of the tank on fire. It was yeah. just awful. It was just. I, you know, I always thought, yeah. you know, how terrifying must it be to be in a submarine? And now I'm looking at that and I'm like, how terrifying must it have been to be in a Sherman against a tiger? Oh, yeah. You're, you know? An iron you, coffin. Exactly. The only place yeah. you could shoot a tiger was in the ass. Yeah. The only, you had to shoot it in the butt. You know? They did work well. They yeah. did. They, they, I'm sure. I wonder how often, how they trained for that, you know? I wonder how, how whatever camp they went to to, you know, like when they go through those boot camps and stuff to, to do that tank, actually work on one of those tanks. Well, you know? I read somewhere. Good. I read somewhere that the Americans and the Brits and the Canadians did not run into many tiger tanks because a lot of them were on the east, uh, on the eastern front. Eastern front. Mm-hmm. But you know, the one thing about that that battle scene that irked me was if I was the tiger tank commander. I would have just sat there. Yeah, just stay right there. I just would have sat there, let them come to me and pick them off one by one. Wait, let's talk Kelly's Heroes. (laughs) Oh, my God, I love that movie. (laughs) Well, there was a tiger tank in that movie. I was thinking of Oddball Uh, had to fight the tanger, the tigers. Okay, he buys it at the end. (laughs) This is for you, Hadley. Okay. Uh One of the tankers was in True Blood. One of the tank, uh, one of the, the he gets killed, of course. But the the four tankers, mm-hmm. one of them is Jim Perrick that played. Uh, he was a human in True Blood. Oh, gosh, was is that the same guy that played Opie? No, 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 no. He no, but he was in True Blood. That's so. Ryan. Ryan. Ryan Hurst is Hurst, uh, yeah. and he was in Private Ryan and. Um, 
we were soldiers. We were soldiers. Yeah. In The Walking Dead. In The Walking Dead. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Full Moon, whatever, whatever that dude's name was that he played. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, but he was I, a country really western like, singer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I really like this movie. I think it was underrated, but I, I do um, think it was a really great pick, Scott. Thank you. So, what would you rate it? I'm probably going to give it a four point two. I'd give it a four. Yeah. Rich, I'll get. I'll give it a three point eight. I I liked it, but there were things that could have been done better. Yeah, yeah I, I really agree. liked the tank battle. Yeah, great. that's what get that and the, the the battle scenes kick it up to a four point two. Probably would have been higher if they got rid of that stupid twenty minutes section. Well, yeah. I, th I think the things that I liked about it was, well, Charlie St. Cloud or Percy Jackson, whatever you want to call him, <laughs> because I mean he had only been in the army for what do they say um, four weeks? Okay, yeah. but he reminded me of Oppum. And we can get to Oppum later. He reminded me so much of Oppum's character in Private Ryan. He was a clerk. <laughs> he wasn't supposed to be in a tank. He yeah. was supposed to be taking notes. But he had that innocent face of someone who was not supposed to be there. You know, yeah. the other guys, they all looked weathered and worn and they'd been through the ringer. And right. yeah. then you have this fresh-faced little baby just you know, and he just played it so well. And he gets I the other tank crew killed. I like the fact <laughs> that the the Brad Pitt character was an older guy. He's supposed right. to be. I think was he supposed to be fifty ish, or is it just Brad Pitt is fifty ish? I think it's Brad, Brad Pitt's fifty ish. But it, I mean, it, it came off well, and yeah. I, I just I think it was a again it was a it was a good war movie. You just. Obviously, I'm a fan of war movies, so I'm just going to stop yeah. here. Well, I like – oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, Hallie. I'll say it's good. I, I enjoyed it. I like where Brad Pitt broke down. You know, yeah. he, he moved away from his, his crew, and he broke down. You know, I thought yeah. that was good. Uh, little, details, little details like that make a, make a movie good to me. Hadley, that tank commander played Hoyt in True Blood. Thank you, Max. Hoyt. Remember Hoyt? Yes. Yep. Hoyt and Jessica. Yes. Yes. And, but he gets wiped out, and so does the other guy. Uh, the other thing I liked about it was they showed what happened to the German towns. Yes. That one town yeah. they go through that there's nothing standing. Mm -hmm. The other one in the distance that all you see is the black smoke coming from it. Yeah. Well, I have and another, the refugees. I have that a was... trivia piece for y'all if y'all are interested. Sure. Okay, so did you notice... That it was Scott Eastwood. Yes. Yeah. And he gets yeah. wasted right away. It's like a what? waste of Scott Eastwood's character. Well, was it directed by Clint Eastwood? No. Was it? No, this movie was directed no. by, hang on. Uh, David Ayer. David yes. Ayer? Why did I think yeah. Clint Eastwood? He wrote Jane Did Day you do one of these and... movies? Huh. So my trivia is Shia LaBeouf and Scott Eastwood got into fisticuffs over... Scott Eastwood spitting on the tank because Shia LaBeouf thought that that was disrespectful. It was only when he realized it had been written in the scene that way that he, <laughs> that he decided to, to let him spit on the tank. That's funny. And this is why he was at the other place. <laughs> no one wanted to hang out with him. 
Well, he Scott Eastwood gets wasted so fast in this movie. You see his character yeah. for a minute. Yeah. He has maybe four or five lines, and then he gets zapped pretty bad when they're in the town. He gets shot by those those yeah. Germans and, and yeah. uh, gets wasted pretty bad. And I thought that was a waste because I, I like Scott Eastwood as an actor. If you ever watch The Outpost, he's great in that, and he channels his dad big time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's a good. That's another good one. Yeah, he's he's getting there. Yeah, he is because we watched that. And, um, Suicide Squad. Yeah. The first one. First one. Who was he in Suicide Squad? One, one of, of the, the nameless army guys. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. But Michael Furnier says he was a kid. Yeah, I know he was a kid, but his characters just annoyed me. <laughs> but it was like the kid in Saving Private Ryan. Except I, oh, the kid in the kid in Saving Private Ryan was a friggin' coward. I hate Oppum. I, I hate, hate that. I hate, I, I hate that scene yeah. with a passion. But like Ugh. the kid, when he when he screws up in Fury, it's not because he's a coward. He sees the kid running through the woods and it's like, yeah. should I say something? And by the time he realizes he should, the tank is get uh, the tank is destroyed and everybody's killed. Yeah, but unless you're in that type of situation, unless you've been there and you've been schooled in what to do, you're not going to shoot a kid. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. You know, it was it fit for me. that situation. Yeah. And then he was annoying. Made, then when they dragged him into the reality by making him shoot the other German in the head. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that that was seems really intense. Funny. Yeah. That that was, it was intense. very intense. Yeah. That seems intense. It's a good movie. It is. I'm not saying it's a bad movie. Oh, no. I mean, I'm not, it's just, I mean we, we did kind of put it up with some really hard movies for it to, to play well yeah. with. But, yes. But it was yeah. good. We did. It, it is filmed beautifully. Yes. And like you, like you were saying, battle scenes are great. You know, and the trace arounds. The oh, yeah. um, yeah. the army uniforms that, that they're wearing, they look really good too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I always thought tanker uniforms were cool back yeah. in World War II. You know? I think I saw where they actually like got like the inspiration from like actual museum quality uniforms that they had. Well, somewhere I read where the guy, remember the commanding officer that was wearing like that weird fur coat? Yeah. That yeah. was actually true. One of the officers was wearing something like that. <laughs> now but that was did what you had to in the war. Now that oh, was and... Jason Isaacs from yep. uh, Black Hawk Down that oh. played the captain that uh, that guy imitated. Pia. He was imitated. also in the Patriot. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Lucius yeah. Malfoy. Yep. Yeah. 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 Yeah, hated him in the Patriot man. They, hated that him in the Harry Potter great. stuff. Yeah. I got to watch. He that. played it great in the Patriot, though. You yeah, really he hated yeah. him. He, did. he killed Mel Gibson's whole family. I know, right? <laughs> killed a little kid. Yeah. Him and Adam Baldwin. Adam Baldwin was horrible in that. Yeah, he was. <laughs> oh, the Patriot. I was thinking of the other yeah. movie. Oh God, yeah, that was. Yeah, Max Jason Isaac. He's he great. He's, he plays a good yeah, bad guy in it, and a good 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 guy. That should well, be a topic for a future movie. Good bad guys. Yeah. Bad guys we love <laughs> to hate. The best villains. Yes. yes. Villains we love to hate. So the, the best villains I can think of right now are the kid that played Joffrey Baratheon. He was just <laughs> oh my God, such. He, so he, 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 he nailed it so well. Yeah, and the girl did. who was um, who got hit in the head with the skate in Stranger Things. Oh, I yeah. I just wanted oh, to beat the God, shit out of her yes. the second I saw her. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who she was. I just oh, he just her. hated her. I just, yeah. I just yeah. wish it was a nice skate, but yeah. best hated. <laughs> no, my favorite bad guy. I know I go traditional. Hans Gruber. Oh yeah, yeah. I was gonna you say, can't lose. Can't you lose. You ask for Gruber. the Christmas miracle. He's... I give you the F. 
be uh, Hans Gruber or <laughs> Sheriff of Nottingham, but it, both of it. Oh my God! Yeah. Yes, yes. He got to ad lib some of that stuff in Sheriff of Nottingham. That's great. It's it's too I bad. He's Alan a great Rickman. Yeah, we could do an Alan Rickman movie night. Oh my oh, yeah. God! Yes, that would be fun. Yes. So moving from Fury, Saving Private Ryan. And I, I know I threw this at y'all midweek, and I actually didn't get to rewatch it. But, <laughs> well, I've seen it so many times, but I'm going to say that when I was thinking about, you know, war movies that have actually moved me, that was when I changed it to um, We Were Soldiers, and that's when I mentioned Saving Private Ryan, because Saving Private Ryan at the theater when they are getting off of the boats. Oh, yeah. That was the yeah. realest. That's that's the closest I, I hope to ever get to warfare. Yeah. But I felt like I was there. It was it was just shocking. But that movie changed my life. Hmm. I saw this movie at the movie theater, and it was an enormous movie theater. It had like three yeah. three hundred fifty seats. Yeah. And we got yeah. there, and it was packed. And, oh, and, yeah. and I was I was with my wife at the time, and like. The only place we could sit was in the front row. Oh my! And so we're looking like this, and we're watching those those that whole bobbing thing, and I'm like, <clears throat> I never got sick in my life. I don't get seasick well too often, and I don't get car sick or motion sickness. But that was just it was. I I, I had to actually close my eyes a few times with that, with that with some of those scenes because just because of the camera bob, it was uh it was getting me. I mean, I've read tons of first-person accounts of World War II. And I was, like, enjoying the movie, the beginning. But when the ramp went down and you, the bullets came through and you could hear the yeah. ricochet because this theater uh, yeah. we have had, like, the center Same. Up, you could hear the ricochets behind you and the bullets thudding into human bodies and blood splattering the screen. I got so drawn into that movie. Well, you know what we're going to do when we have our weird realities get together in New Orleans? Yeah. We're gonna they have a D-Day museum <laughs> there. They have a D-Day museum there. Um, nice. And I believe that Tom Hanks is the one, like, you put the headphones on and he's the one who narrates it. You know, he he in, he embodied Captain Miller. Yes. Green, I mean, he David. just, that, he became Captain Miller. Yeah. You know, I, I was, I was upset when he died you know yeah. it was like oh man you know i just the character a teacher the school teacher leading these men and the choices he had to make mm -hmm. I, it was brilliant it was just so i guess to me is so real yeah his character. how about a sticky bomb it's in the field yeah. manual <laughs> I had the good fortune yeah. to go with two friends we did a tour once normandy to um Normandy to the Battle of the Bulge. And you walk around the beaches today and there's houses and tourists, but there is one of the old German bunkers up on a hill. And when you sit there in it and look out the gun port and see the whole beach is opened yeah. up. It's amazing. Our guys made it off of Omaha. Oh, man. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to see that museum, Michael. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that, that opening scene is just – I wasn't yeah. as fortunate as, as you all were because I lived in a small town that had this rinky-dink theater that had two screens. So I went with some guys from work because Tina didn't want to go see it because she didn't want to cry. She's seen, since seen this movie like three times. 
And you cry three wow. times? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We watched it last night and we were both tearing up, you know, even though we knew what was going to happen, you know. It's a we were hard both watch. yelling at Oppum. We were both yeah. yelling you at You asshole, dick. <laughs> yeah. Do something, you know. I, but I, I didn't get to, I didn't get the uh, loud sound effects, you know, and the, and the, a really great screen. It was an okay screen, but still, yeah. that scene was just riveting. You know? oh, well, all the porn uh, comes the naked back. HD again. Yeah. Uh, though I have one major problem with the movie. The opening scene with the old guy at the cemetery. Yeah. yeah. I leaned over and I said to my wife at the time, oh, that's Private Ryan. And my brother-in-law said the same thing. And you know how I knew? He was wearing a 101st pin. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah, notice he's wearing a 101st. The guys that go get him are infantry. Yeah. So the if he's wearing a hundred and first, I knew from the I knew from the get go he wasn't going to get killed. Yeah. Yeah, that kind Spielberg of Spielberg should have known better. Yeah, <laughs> but you know what? I think Spielberg did that for you because not everybody's going to pick up on that. No, he did that maker. Let me let me check IMDb. Hold on a second. He uh, did that. Yeah. I think he did That's... that for for people Scott that would Baker. pick up on it Scott Baker, because yeah. not everybody's gonna not everybody's gonna pick up though. That's no, true. but there's a lot of us military buffs yes. who picked up on that right, right. away. Yeah. And you're going to say, wait, he can't die, and you're going to know ahead of time. So, I mean, yeah. that's – call it what you will, but I think Steel, I think Spielberg did that on purpose. Uh -huh. Great cast. I mean, yeah. ton of actors in this that, you know, just wanted to be in this movie. Vin, yeah. you know, um, Ted Danson, Paul Giamatti. Yes. One of my favorite scenes is when Paul Giamatti – is he's got a rock in his boot and he leans against that wall and all those, the wall caves in and there's all those Germans and that and they're all pointing guns at each other and then Ted Danson comes in just spreads them all across the wall you know I love that the, scene. the one comic relief scene that I laughed at was when they after they get to Paul Giamatti's group and they call um, uh, Francis F Ryan. Oh, Nathan Fillion. How can my brothers be dead? They're still in high school. Aren't you Francis James Ryan of Illinois? No, I'm Francis John Ryan of Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> Government uh, bureaucracy at its finest. I mean, this movie is just a bunch of great scenes. Yes sewn together, you know. Yes. That scene where the where they're at the glider crash site and they've got oh, yeah the bag of dog tags and they're so desynthesized because you know they've been through all that and they're you know doling out the dog to hey let me see this dog you know and the, yeah. and the other soldiers are walking by seeing this you know i love that scene and then they realize yeah. then where uh wade the medic comes and say what are you guys doing you know and he grabs the dog tags and then then they realize you know what's you know how they look and, yeah. and what's going on but i love that scene i think it's just you know, just another one of the great scenes in that, that movie. The scene that bothered me was when they were having the battle for the town and they took down the tiger tank and all the Americans are on it and they're throwing the grenades in oh, yeah. and they don't see the 20 millimeter come out. Yeah. yeah. And then in just a matter of three seconds, they literally chew those, oh, cool. those Americans apart. Oh, yeah. That's a hard scene because you see all those guys just fly apart. Yeah. You know, and it's like, holy crap. Yeah, the left-handed sniper. Yeah, that was great. Uh, oh, Barry yeah. Pepper. He Barry was in. Pepper. Yeah, we yeah. were soldiers. This yeah. this movie made me fall in love with Barry Pepper and Edward Burns. Oh, <laughs> I've always liked Edward Burns. I think this was the first thing I saw him in. Oh wow! 
He's he's a director. He had some movie back in the early the brothers 90s. McMullen. I've yes. like I I've since become a fan. Yeah. Oh no, he's he's a good actor. He's, he's underused, definitely. I think I identified with his character the most because that would be me. Yeah. I bitch. I'd be bitching a lot, but I would do what I had to do. But I would still bitch. <laughs> Learn from him. He knows how to bitch the best. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, but this is just a, a beautiful movie. It is. It, yeah, the cinematography is really good, too. Yeah, It and, hits you in the heart. And a lot of the battle sequences, I, I like the scene when the poor kid's walking around looking for his arm. I mean, yeah. I actually oh, read yeah. that in the longest day. So they did a lot of good research on this. Well, Spielberg doesn't make well bad movies. Not not on this tier. Well, I was gonna say not on this tier. I mean, like this was around um he had just was it before after he came off Schindler's list. After. Yeah, yeah I mean he really does his research and this is yeah. something that you can tell he's a I guess he's a fan of, I hate to say fan because I don't think he's very he into portraying World War II history accurately. Him yes. and Hanks are working on a mini series for I think HBO about the air war in Europe. And they oh, said they're good. going to go into the details of how horrifying it was to be in a B-17 over Germany. I that thing keeps on getting delayed. I would love to see that. Well, you know, him and Hanks that did didn't they do Band of Brothers or did they do? Yeah, Pacific? they did Band of Brothers. Yes. They did, right? And yeah. then they did the uh, Pacific. The, the Pacific, yeah. 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 Well, um, I really searched for the Memphis Bell, but we were going to have to like rent it. So that's yeah. why I didn't pick it because I love that movie. But I love to the, the air fight stuff. Um, my great grandfather was a, na a navigator in the. Really? Yeah. Wow. In, Pacific or that's the thing I've told y'all. Like he's from Maine, but he had oh. to go to the training school in Monroe, Louisiana, and that's where he oh. met my grandmother. Oh, yeah. so. wow, that's neat. Let me answer your question, Alan. <laughs> and, and we all agree with Scott. We're just yeah, we agree with Scott. Memphis Bell that I did not like was their last mission was a milk run over France. <laughs> So that movie is just total bullshit. However, oh everything God. that happened to the Memphis Bell on that mission or the other planes did happen in real life to other planes. As for the movie Pearl Harbor, <laughs> I was watching it with my best friend and the fact that his big screen TV didn't get knocked off the wall considering the things we were throwing at it or he didn't pull out his Glock and put bullet holes through it is a miracle. That is the biggest piece of schlock. You know, a lot I of guys... Mean, like, what drove me nuts is, like, there you have Doris Miller, played by Cuba Gooding. You know, the first African-American hero of World War II who you know, didn't even know how to use it and used the plane to shoot that Japanese. No, in this movie, he's shooting directly across at the guys on the other ship. Yeah. <laughs> One th two things before we continue. Hi, Ma. And we're talking World War II movies, a very sad event yesterday. Woody Williams, the last surviving World War II veteran who had earned a Medal of Honor, passed away at 96. And that just breaks my heart because all the World War II veterans are going, pretty soon World War II is going to be like the Civil War, World War I. Yeah, It'll just be in history books. 
sad. But going back, yeah, Pearl Harbor. Sorry. Well, there's a reason they call it the greatest generation. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. A few years there's ago, a, there's my a, daughter did. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Scott. So no, there's a. I saw what Max said. I I saw that Scott said. There's a photo I've got of a May Day parade um, a few years ago when all the World War II veterans would come together. And there's this old Soviet soldier, this old Red Army guy walking with his medals, crying because he's the last alive member of his unit. And he's the only one walking in that, that section for the parade. It's heartbreaking. Yeah, it is. Well, there's, there, and I'm going to have to find it to send y'all, but there is a, it's a, I guess like an infographic video that you can interactive video, something you can find on YouTube that shows how many people died during um, World War II in Russia. Yes. Versus, you know, like the Holocaust. Yeah. Yeah. And it is, it outnumbers it. It's people don't realize we, we really just don't realize. No. And, And, and that's just been the way we, when I started reading about World War II on the Eastern Front, and the movie that did it for me, and I know all you two guys saw it, Cross of Iron. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you've not seen it, Hadley, you got to see. After that, I started reading about the war of the Eastern Front. And it was like, oh, my God. One battle over there equaled our entire campaign from Normandy to the Rhine. I mean, they just, Stalingrad, the Battle of Kursk. Horrendous. Well, what was it? There was a movie I watched with Ed Harris where he was the the German sniper. Oh, and Enemy at the Gates. Uh, Enemy at the Gates. Yeah. yeah, that's that's when I realized what was really what really had happened with um, the Russians was that when they would send two out and give one a gun and say, "Well, when you get shot, you know, get it yeah. to him." Here's they're, a they're still doing that. <laughs> yeah, and Khrushchev. I mean, uh, who played Khrushchev? Bob Hoskins. Yeah. yeah, Nikita Khrushchev. Oh, that, there that was, was a good movie a, too. There was, was like scenes in the real life where the Germans were in apartment three, fighting the Soviets in apartment four across the hall. So, if you oh, want yeah, to see a great, worse. even worse in the thirties, yeah. though, Max. Yeah, yeah. If you want to see a great Soviet war movie made by the Russians, I think it's called it Thirty Five or Thirty Eight. Um, it's some people say it's purely fictionalized. There was a propaganda ploy by Stalin. Others say it really happened, but it's about a Soviet union, the Soviet unit of about 35, 38 guys trying to stop a, the German armed invasion of Moscow that supposedly actually stopped them and prevented the city from being taken. Yeah. That's the thing about them is you can't tell with their propaganda. No, but it's still a know. great movie. Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, man! Magnificent Seven of the East, you know. Yeah, yeah. Have y'all seen The Pianist? Yes. That's another good one. I mean, it's not Russian, but it's um, it's Adrian Brody. He plays a pianist, a Jewish pianist in Warsaw during World War II. He plays what? A German pianist. 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 A guy that plays the piano. You pervert. I was wondering what movie you guys are watching. <laughs> Sorry. And there's a funny scene. Do you remember when we watched King Kong? Yes. And the bo- the bottle in the ship rolls over and Kretschmann puts his foot on it and picks it up. Oh. That he- happened in The Pianist. 
The yeah. bottle of pickles rolls away from Adrian Brody and Crutchman as the German officer puts his foot on it and picks it up. They just yeah. recreated it for for humor to see if anybody would get it. Get it. What's the NKVD? Uh, it was the Soviet Secret Service. Eventually became the KGB. Okay. KGB. It was the early. It was yeah. pre. -KGB. This was the unit that what they would do was they would take <laughs> Soviet prisoners. When your smacks, when your eyes light up with Rich said, they pianist. would take Soviet prisoners without guns and tell them to charge the German positions. And if you come back, we're going to shoot you. Yeah, that's and then they just send these these Russian these Soviet soldiers in until they were gunned down and like used up all the German ammunition. Then the Red Army would swerve over, and if you were lucky enough to survive, you got sent back to prison until the next campaign. So. Yeah. I have. I have not seen the Beast. I saw it. That is a good movie. Years ago, I should watch it again. Yeah, it's a decent flick. It's not. It's it's not fantastic, but it's it's definitely worth seeing. Yeah, it is. It's worth a watch. It's got one of the Lost Boys in it, right? I oh, think so. Yeah, wow. yeah. It's it's pretty good. It's an '80s flick. Um, so let's get back to Private Ryan then, before, sure. since we're getting close on our our time here. Um, so let's hear some takes on it then from some of you. Because oh, the, this movie gets a 13 out of five. I mean, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It's, it's other than Band of Brothers, it's the best war movie. Well, I mean. If you if you want to look at uh, like the older stuff, you can get into that. I'm a big fan of uh, of Harrison Ford and um, oh Jesus, what's the hell? What the hell? Harrison Ford, um, Navarone, Hanover Street, yes, Force, Force 10. Ten from Navarone. Navarone. I, oh. I screwed that up. Jesus, with Jaws, Jaws was in that. Yeah, I know. Uh, Quint, yeah, Robert Shaw, Robert Shaw, uh, and, and Jaws, Richard Keel. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I thought you were talking Hanover Street. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. no. For me, that's great. Street. It's it's one of the yeah. best World War II films out there. It's good. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I like it. It's it's better than Guns of Navarone, actually, because it's it's the sensibility is more now, more '80s mm -hmm. than it was when they made Guns of Navarone in the '60s. You know what I mean? I love the '60s war movies. Love a lot of those. I was My surprised no one picked The Great Escape. Thought that's about it. Yeah, it's a it's a good movie, but I don't I consider that a war movies. movie. Yeah. That's more of a you know escape flick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a that's a old that's its own genre because you got like Stalag Seventeen, yeah, right, yeah. and then you have King Rat, right. So oh, I, I mean, those that. movies yeah. and then the Japanese war camp movies. And those yeah. suck because they're yeah. they're awful. Yeah, I know. Well, you know, th that's why I didn't pick Where Eagles Dare. Where Eagles Dare oh. is one of my favorite movies. Oh my god, that yeah. is but, the greatest, uh, but yeah. it's greatest movie. espionage movie it is. ever made. It, it, it's it a spy great. movie. It's not a World yeah. War II movie. Yeah. Or a we'll have movie. to add that to our genres. Yeah. That oh, and then every time you think you know what's going on in the movie, they twist. pull another plot twist. Tor Tor is a good movie too. Tor yeah, Tor is fantastic. We should have picked. Kelly's Heroes. Yeah, <laughs> Kelly's Heroes. Again, Greatest war movie ever. My second favorite war movie. Well, I guess yeah. if you count the other one. But, and my yeah, third that's... favorite, I got those two, but my third favorite <laughs> is Where Eagle. No, um, oh my God, I can't think of it. Operation Crossbow? No, no, the one where uh, Michael Caine goes to assassinate uh, Oh, Churchill. Eagle Has Landed. The Eagle Has Landed, yes. 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 And my one. God, Donald Pleasance. Was Himmler? He was oh. so disgusting and evil. 
Well, Big. it was it was uh this was a lot of fun. Yeah. So, Alan, what was your score for Saving Private? Oh my Ryan? gosh, it's a five. I love this movie. It, it opened the door for a Band of Brothers. I mean, yeah. this is yeah. a success. Yeah. He saw they could Excellent. do it. Yeah. Band of Brothers got to be one of the greatest miniseries in TV Ever. history. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna yeah. watch it again. I'm gonna start it tomorrow. Oh, I love that. I'm gonna watch it again. Scott, um, I'm with Rich. I'd give this a thirteen. This <laughs> is a except for him wearing the 101st it's a perfect movie it's a great war movie and i don't think there's any war movie out there that better shows what the greatest generation went through in world war ii and it's also got that scene where you just one of the where you yell at the tv or the movie theater the you know, that scene where oppum is watching mellish get killed yeah yeah yeah, I know. Yeah, that's and the German doesn't even bother with it. I know that's what I loved about it. The German gives him such a disdainful look. It's like, yeah. okay, I'm that's a coward to let my on the way out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm a coward to let my friend die, and now the German won't even kill me. Yeah, yeah. And he but had to live was, with that. Wasn't that the German he saved earlier? No, no, no. That was a different. That one. isn't the German he saved earlier. But the German he saved earlier is the one. When he's hiding in the foxhole, he sees the German shooting at them. He kills, actually. He's, he's yeah, he's finally he kills him. Yeah. Midnight. That's a good movie. Midnight clear. That was uh, a good movie. Tony just needs to start emailing me all these movies. I don't know about. <laughs> Oops. Oh, that's sad. That's very sad. I would love to do that. I would love to go to those sites. Um. In Imagine Japan, there's a lot. In Japan, and unfortunately, the way I worked, I was never able to do it. You were allowed to go into the Japanese caves on Okinawa and do excavation. And the rule was the Japanese government allowed it. If, if you found anything, you could keep the military stuff, but all personal items had to be returned to the Japanese government. Oh, wow. 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 And it was a great deal because, you know, some of my friends were coming out with all these old medals and that. And, you know, but they were finding diaries. They were finding photographs of, uh, of people. Like in, um, we were, we were, we were soldiers. When he finds the, um, the Vietnamese, right. the killed Vietnamese guy's diary with the picture of the girl, they were returning that stuff to family members. They were getting closure. She got it. She yes. She got it. Yeah. 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 Mike Lewis and Abe Lincoln Vampire. I love that movie. It's fun. <laughs> it's a fun movie. It's it's, it's the movie's movie. incredibly stupid, but it's fun. Yeah. But you funny. know what? I got a tear at the end of that one because when Lincoln's going to the theater, I know what's going to happen to him. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I, I'm a big softy when it comes. To, I was like, oh, he's gonna. That's it. Old Abe's gonna die. Don't go, Abe. Don't go. Now we got to watch Abraham Lincoln Zombie Hunter. <laughs> and that is a real movie. Well, how about and the I one that threw it? <laughs> Did you see the FDR one uh, yes. with the werewolves? Yeah. Oh, is that the, the one where he had yeah. the machine guns on the chair? Yes. What? <laughs> this it's is actually, a real movie and I've missed it? Oh, you no, know, you didn't really miss anything. You didn't miss anything. <laughs> it is funny. It is funny. It's got some really ribald humor in it. And it's got Barry Boswick in it and some other actors. You can't believe are in it. There is a new movie called Slacks about a killer pair of jeans. Oh, I've I had a pair like that. Okay. 
I hear is I hear good things about it. But. If you want to see a movie that's horrendously bad but a riot, Jesus Christ Vampire Hunter. Oh my! And then the opening scene during daylight, they like open a van and like the vampires come out of the van to kill Jesus like clowns out of a clown car. Don't watch the battle in the park. The battle in the park You've is stupid. <laughs> yeah, watch everybody around the park staring at these people like, what the hell are these guys doing? Does Turkey make a guest appearance in that? No, he does not make a guest appearance. <laughs> so what is, he's, he's um, does. what is on tap for next week, Alan? Next week is um, new horror movies. Oh, right? I still have to pick mine. You have to pick yours, Rich. Yeah, um, new horror movies. We got Saint Maud, Titanic six six six, which is a good movie. Do not let the title turn you off. And uh, what was it? Deep House. The, the Deep House. The yes. Deep House. So, and how new is new? Twenty twenty two. Twenty one. Twenty one. Around there. Whatever. If you know, because of COVID, if something. Yeah, something I had to do twenty one. I mean, yeah. yeah, I didn't do twenty two yet. Yeah. I couldn't find anything. Looking now, so it's new horror movies next week, folks. Gettysburg, Michael, that's a great movie. Uh, Civil War movies are great. We ought to do a Civil War movie show too. Oh yeah, we should. You know, that's that's another tragic. Okay. Oh, have you guys seen Blood Red Sky? Yes, that's my pick. What's okay. that about? That is uh, about a vampire on a um, oh a yes on a plane. It's a good yes, movie. that's good. good. Pick, Rich. Yeah. There we go. It's about a guy goes on a bender and can't find Visine. So it's blood red sky. <laughs> All right. Well, we will be off for wishing everybody a fourth of, happy Fourth of July. Yes. Yes. Happy safe. And safe. And any of you that served out there, that we thank you. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely thank you for your service, your family service. I always like to thank the families because. They go through hell while oh, yeah. people yes. are deployed. And, and we're glad you're here with us. So, yes. Thank you. Again. And remember those of us who didn't come back, those who didn't come back to keep us free. Yeah. <laughs> and I will say, keep your pets inside. Mm. Keep them safe. Don't let them get scared by the fireworks. And we love y'all. And we will see y'all soon. And I've got a new night, out, out thing. Oh. So hold on. Let me play it. <laughs> Good night. Thank you. This is what's coming up in July, so be sure to watch it for a second.